Up now is News Talks, our news commentary and analysis discussion to bring you the latest news affecting young people in Australia. Today we're speaking to Annette Herrera from the University of Melbourne. Annette is a co-convener of the university's casual network and has been lobbying with the National Tetri Education Union to retrieve what the union has called up to six million of stolen wages for for about 1,500 university staff. Thank you for joining us today, Ms. Herrera. Thanks for having me. So we've seen reports from the NTEU, the ABC and The Age of casualisation of workers at the university. How and when did this start taking place? It's a phenomenon that's probably impacting a number of universities. And um, and so wage theft in particular around um, casualised tutors and sessional staff um, has probably been an issue, um, I mean, going back now at least a decade. Um, so um, it usually manifests in a few ways where tutors or sessional staff aren't paid for lecture attendance. So um, basically, if they're running tutorials based on the lecture, they're not necessarily paid for the lecture they attend, even though that is part of their job. Um, they could also be misclassified. So um, being, uh, you know, doing quite a lot of work that isn't tutorial work, um, or they're doing administration, like entering emails from to, from um, students or um, helping students, um, uh, and not getting paid for it. And also, of course, um, around marking. So where they're marking uh, different assignments and um, not getting compensated the whole um, the whole amount. So those are a few different ways it manifests, and it's something not particularly. Um, um, happening at just one particular university it is problematic across the sector. Mm-hmm. Well how has it felt for the staff who've experienced this level of casualization? Um, well what we have found um, is that uh, a lot of tutors and sessional staff are also students themselves so they're students and staff so um, they could be PhD students um, and juggling a couple of jobs and um, doing um, casual teaching um, to um, as they're as they're going through um, their PhD. So the level of casualization has continued to grow. And so um, at uh, Melbourne University, for instance, we're at 73% of staff are casual, casual and fixed term. So it's a massive problem across the sector where you have um, the majority of your teaching staff are actually casualized um, workers. So either they're they're doing um, work for the semester and have short-term contracts or they're contracted for a few semesters. So basically it just creates this level of insecurity. You you know, people can't um, plan different life events like buying a house or, uh, you know, figuring out where they're getting their next paycheck. And how does this kind of underpayment or casualization affect the faculty's ability to deliver quality education to the students? Uh, I think this is where, like, it's really, I think, become quite entrenched is um, because uh, uh, 
tutors and sessional staff are mission driven. They want to do a great job. People believe in the power, transformative power of teaching and learning and research. And so what happens is if they have to choose between um, you know, putting in extra work to make sure that particular student gets extra information of how um, on their assessment and how they can improve versus them not getting paid for it, they'll, they'll you know, uh, typically choose um, you know, the student and the student's needs over theirs. So, um, so what happens is, is that the, the, the teaching is, um, you know, the quality of teaching isn't necessarily um, diminishing, but um, it's, it's almost like the universities are exploiting that mission-driven nature of um, teaching and learning and research. Um, it does it does impact teaching as well. I mean, we've seen that in during the pandemic where you've had virtual campuses, virtual classrooms, and you're having more and more students packed into a tutorial. So the impacts on on teaching and learning, in particular for students where English is the second language or um, students with any sort of um, special needs and accessibility needs is is you know is something that I'm sure we'll see the impacts of after after this year. Well what is the university's response to the NTEU's wage theft claims? Well the um, um, at the University of Melbourne we have a network of staff, the casuals network, and so we have been um, uh, I guess participating in and pushing a wage theft campaign from the ground up, um, really for the last two years, and saying, you know, it, there's there's wage theft happening here. This is not a payroll issue. You're actually not paying people enough to do their job. You have to pay them for every hour worked. So we have had um, for the past year uh, uh, a joint working group with the university to um, to get these uh, payments or or get um, um, some of these claims paid and um, what's happened is the university has dragged its feet continued to drag its feet and then in the last few months it's it, it's basically the university management has come back to say to the tutors we'll pay you back your back pay but only at a third of um, of the you know the total back pay uh, bill that we might owe you and so um, that was pretty much the the straw that broke the camel's back, um, and um, and so why the tutors decided to escalate and um, have a rally last week um, because it, we didn't see that as bargaining in uh, or coming to a solution in good faith. So um, so that's why it, it escalated once once again um, to put that political pressure on. Yeah, I saw that the university agreed to repay the staff back in August, but since then, apparently they've been uh, dragging their feet. So what sort of, what led to like the, the protest? So I guess what led to the protest was um, the university, in a nutshell, the university wanted to, um, again, lower the back pay claims. And when, if you've ever experienced wage theft, you can actually claim back six years. So they realized that, wow, this is a massive bill. Let's try to negotiate down that, those back pay claims. Um, and it, you know, 
for many people, many tutors, this is this is a uh, you know, and during a pandemic and during a time of recession, this is massive. They don't want to take a third of their payment. You know, these are the wages that were stolen from them, um, and so we did take the matter up um, with. Uh, the Fair Work Commission. So we had a hearing also last week um, and uh, again, kind of uh, to see if we could come to a resolution that didn't look like it was going to happen. So there's really no choice but to, um, yeah, to take it to the VC. So, um, and that's why we had, um, and that's why the delegates from predominantly the faculty of arts had the rally out front of the vice chancellor's house, which is actually, uh, it's a university-owned property. So um, again, it kind of just shows the uh, priorities of a university that would kind of want to cut back on some of their responsibilities to pay staff um, versus you know um, having um, a, a vice chancellor that is in a kind of university-owned property. So. Um, we just wanted to show that level of inequality and where the priorities of the university really are and aren't. How would you like the university to address these issues long term? Well, when the Casuals Network started out, we basically ran, we wanted to run campaigns that focused on um, university giving workers decent work. So, you know, not dis not dismissive, not invisibilizing the problem. Um, so it was around decent work, dignity of work, um, fair pay. So that's getting paid for every hour you work, um, and also secure jobs. And so um, again, pushing for um, an end to this high level of casualization. So in the short term, we want the university to come to the table. We want them to pay back the claims, and that's what this is on Friday. They came back to say. Um, Okay, so they they did come back to say we will pay you at the rate we um, that you know the tutors want to be paid at. We'll pay back the claims. So they did come back to say that on Friday, which is a massive win. Um, and um, so we want them in the short term to to make um, uh, good on this and pay back tutors, but also to address some of the wider systemic issues across the whole university. This isn't just a problem in one faculty. And so um, I guess come to the table around other wage theft claims. We're continuing to investigate other wage theft claims and other faculties. And at the end of the day, we want them to work with the union to um, address um, high levels of casualization and what we're gonna do about it to make sure people are treated fairly, paid fairly, and have secure jobs during these very insecure times. Thank you, Annette Herrera, co-convener for the Casuals Network at the University of Melbourne and member of the National Tertiary Education Union. That was News Talks, our weekly news commentary and analysis interview.